Hello and welcome to The Streaming Circuit, the podcast where it's funny how annoying two little pricks can be. As always, I'm your host, Adam, and I'm joined by my buddy, Tom. What's up, man? Boy, that was an awfully muted introduction, particularly given the fact that I started recording and hoped you wouldn't notice. You, you didn't think I'd notice the big five, four, three, two, one countdown on the screen? Ah. I guess I've noticed less or not noticed more. Um, I mean, what's up, man? How's it going? You did pick against Jokic last year. Well, you know, well, the season starts next week. Maybe I'll pick. Uh, maybe I'll pick him this year. Who knows? They yeah, look pretty and then good. his career just goes down the hill. We'll revert. Oh, little jinx. You think I got a little jinx factor going? I don't know. I got the curse of the Tom. Any team's hat I wear automatically loses. And mm. if you don't think that's an actual thing, I have 15 years worth of research and backed up documented proof. Witnesses, notes, <laughs> extemporaneous accounts. I have single-handedly won my team's championship by ordering the opposing team's hat and wearing it during the game. You did that? Yes. Let me guess. Phoenix Suns? You got a Phoenix Suns hat? No. Oh. Steelers? No. You'd guess for a while. It's the Nashville Predators. I don't even, I don't even know. What year was that? I don't even know. 2017. Back-to-back Stanley Cups, baby. Mm. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. You need it. The Packers yeah. aren't going to win for... I've been a, a very, very lucky and fortunate fan in my life. Yeah, yeah. You've had some good teams. I got two Packers Super Bowls. I got a Bucks championship. I got three Stanley Cups from the Penguins. I got multiple Final Fours from the Badgers. I got a bunch of Rose Bowls. Top 10 finishes from Badger football. Even the Brewers have made the playoffs a bunch of times, more often in my lifetime than before I was ever born. Top 10 finishes. We're, we're bragging about top 10 finishes now. You're better than that. You're better Unless than you're that. Georgia or Alabama or LSU or Clemson or USC or Texas, a top 10 finish for Wisconsin is kind of a big deal. We're not Michigan. We're not Ohio State. Well, no, no one's Michigan. I mean, Michigan's about to win a natty. And I frankly, mean, I still maintain if J.J. Watt had not turned pro in 2011, they would have won the national championship with Russell Wilson. But that's just that's another conversation for another day. Maybe that wasn't a, that wasn't the best Alabama team. That was the that was the Alabama LSU rematch, right? I believe so. I mean, those were two all-time defenses, but even so, that was like an all-time Wisconsin offense and potentially a very, very good defense that would have had probably the premier pass rusher in the entire country at that point in time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good team. Yeah. Oh, well. Now you have no good football team. For the time being. It's cyclical. That's true. You had 40 years of great quarterbacks and now you're now you're going to be in the wilderness. You and the Patriots can just can just drown in the middle of the ocean with no quarterback for the next decade. Hmm, we'll see. Ooh, Jordan Love guy, not giving up. Still hope. I All right. Uh, because I've gone off record in saying this, I don't think he's going to be like Hall of Fame special. 
I'm not even sure he will be all pro or MVP level special. He could make a pro bowl or two because the barrier for entry into that particular thing is not very high because of people not going and whatever else. So he could be a very competent starting quarterback. I just don't necessarily see him as like a league MVP type or a guy that you're going to win because of. So the rest of the team is going to have to be extraordinarily good. Right now, we're signing James Robinson off the street. The guy who was cut by the Giants in training camp because we can't find three competent running backs. And our offensive line is absolutely shot. Like, broken leg of a horse shot. (laughs) So it's going to be really difficult for him to do much with as bad of a situation as he has going on around him. Yeah, no, I wouldn't give up on Jordan Love yet. I think he's still better than a number of quarterbacks. The quarterback depth in the league is not very good right now. There are a lot of bad quarterbacks running around on Sundays. Um, Okay, I've had this conversation before, and I know this is an Avengers and MCU pod and not a football pod, but as long as you have to cut up this version in the episode, I'm going to go ahead and continue to talk. (laughs) The quarterback depth in the league right now compared to what it was 20, 25, 30 years ago is much, much higher. Even the average quarterbacks are much more proficient. I would definitely take Kirk Cousins and Trevor Lawrence, which are like the baseline guys, the mid-level guys right now, over what we had 30 years ago with like Rodney Pete and John Kitna. Okay, okay. Settle down, Bucko. First of all, Cordell Stewart. First of all, the guys that I grew up on Steve Berline, Jay Fiedler, Jake Plummer. Jake Plummer was good. Come on. You got the Broncos to the AFC. Drew Bledsoe was like a top 10 quarterback. That's how bad it was. Okay. First of all, Trevor Lawrence is far better than an average quarterback. He is a top five quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is amazing. First of all. And yet he has not put together a single good game all season. Okay, I take that back. Week one, he was a a good game. Outside of that, he has not put together a complete four quarters of a game all season. And now he's hurt. Give me a break. He's going to play tomorrow night or Thursday night. He's fine, first of all. I'm counting on him not playing. I uh, I was referring mainly to the bottom of the league. The top of the league is very good because you have the greatest of all okay, time. Okay, but the bottom of the league is always bad. I don't know if it's this bad, though. I mean, is it this bad? Have you seen Mac Jones play? Woof. Because I, I, people up here have seen him play, and they're not happy. Okay, we're playing P.J. Walker at quarterback last week and beating the Niners. We took literally Mr. Irrelevant last season, Brock Purdy, and made him into a competent quarterback. I think the bar is a little bit higher and the offense is a lot better than it used to be. Brock Purdy's good. See my sweatshirt? Brock Purdy is good. Iowa Mafia. Are you a Brock Purdy stan? I am. Brock Purdy is good. And I will fight anyone on that. Go Iowa State. Okay. Mr. Host, do you want to wrap this back in now? I mean, come all the way back around. Sure. Yeah. You know, Brock Purdy is a great, uh, a great transition because he's playing with basically the Avengers of the NFL with McCaffrey and Samuel and Kittle. Well, two out of the three of those guys are out, but okay. Yeah. Well, 
you know, the MCU right now. I, I suppose, yeah, well. the MCU is it currently without Tony Stark and without uh, Captain America, uh, depending on your version of Captain America. Stark is uh, Stark is McCaffrey for sure. And on the day we're recording this, he's dying today. I know. How ironic. I didn't know that when we scheduled this, did you? No, I didn't either. Yeah, that was but I saw that. like 5,000 posts about it. Yeah, yeah. Rest and the clip I sent you, chills. Yeah, that was good. Every single time. Mm, yeah, it's what a scene. What a scene. Um, but yes, we are recording. We're here to talk about phase one recap. We've gone through all the phase one movies, and now we're going to recap them. So on this part, we're going to go through the categories that we did uh, on this pod throughout the journey. So we get to test whether you actually took notes to see how what our percentages were on each of these. <laughs> so so here's the thing. Nate really dropped the ball as we went along. Nate. He, started, he started off. What the fuck? Nate, uh, Nate uh, he's sitting he's there. He's shaking his head. He's, his head is down. He's embarrassed. So. So I had to go back today and re-listen to all of our pods and, and take notes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so we do we do have the percentages. We do have the notes. Uh, no thanks to Nate, but we do have all that information. Uh, what category would you like to start with? Well, I have best villain first on, on my uh, web page for the episode here. Best villain. Here we go. I'm just going to kind of rapid fire through these. Um, so for okay. Iron Man. Well, I was going to say, I have top five lists for each one of these categories. Okay. All right. So I'm going to list what we said, and then you can give your top five and see if they've All changed. Right. So for Iron Man, uh, we both had Obadiah Stain slash Ironmonger. Uh, Is you it gave Stain or Stank? Is it what? Obadiah Stain or Stank? Stank? It is not Stank. Are you are okay. you making a funny right now or no? You thought his name. I was had stank? it in my notes as Obadiah Stank. Well, you typed your notes wrong. It's not Stank. Okay, that's why I'm asking the question. <laughs> I mean, uh, Stan Lee calls Tony Stark Mister Stank in Civil War, but uh, but <laughs> okay, Obadiah Stain. Uh, you had a ten percent chance of making the Hall of Fame. I had twenty five percent. Uh, for Incredible Hulk, you had Thunderbolt Ross with a very high percentage of 2%, and then I had Abomination at 10%. Iron Man 2, we both had Justin Hammer, you at 5%, me at 20%. Uh, we both had Loki in, from Thor, uh, each at 100%. In Captain America, you had Hydra at 70%, and I had Red Skull at 33%. And then for Avengers, we again both had Loki and again at 100%. All right, so the top five from phase one. Number five, Red Skull. I know I didn't nominate him, but yeah, pretty obvious choice. Number four, I had Obadiah Stain, not Stank. Three, I had Abomination, partially wow. because he does pop back up later on and will again. Two, I have Hydra. Because they are a recurring villain. And number one was an obvious choice. So Loki is the only one that we had is 100%. Yeah. Um, he's certainly in. There's no doubt about it. The Justin Hammer erasure, though. Surprising. Hammer's so good. Mm. 
Also, I, I take great umbrage with your rankings. You have Abomination ahead of Red Skull. Red Skull also comes back. That's true. And is, is not so should I drop Obadiah Stane? Um, I would. So I agree with Loki, and then I agree with Hydra as one, two, and then I would go Red Skull three, and then yeah, leaving Justin Hammeroff is probably right. As much as I adore him, and then. I mean, personally, I would go Ironmonger and then Abomination, but those two are pretty interchangeable. I'm not passionate either way about those. I can endorse that list. All right, we'll move Red Skull up to three. Look at us agreeing. Wow. I know. Compromise. It won't last long. It's like Democrats and Republicans. Um, What's the deal with Vivek Ramaswamy? I mean, come on. Thanks, Jerry. Hey, you got one Seinfeld reference. There we go. It's there hard not go. to get that. Everybody's <laughs> been doing the same impression for however long. Because it's, anyway. it's great. They're, they're doing a Seinfeld reunion. You bet you got to catch up. They're doing something. Uh, okay. Um, I, I don't need to do anything. I have no interest at you all. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's so good. The, the <laughs> only thing I have less interest in then catching up on the entire back catalog of Seinfeld and watching the reunion is watching the Twilight movies. How dare you? <laughs> Twilight's so good. And Seinfeld is... Look, Twilight, I'm in the minority. I understand that. Seinfeld is great. And okay. nine out of ten people to... will tell you it's great. So. You have to watch the episode of Parks and Recreation where they do the uh, Twilight time capsule. Ooh. Will Fuerte is so fucking funny in that episode. Really? I might have to I'll even out. find it so you don't even have to like search through it. I will find the exact episode so you just have to tune into that one. It's on the cock, right? Yes. Yeah. I'll even give you my sign in. I have I have Peacock. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to... Peacock. Uh, gotta love all right, what's up next? Um all right. Let's go sidekick. Okay. Sidekick. So we had from Iron Man, we both had Yinsen and and our percentages were very close. I had 33%, you had 35%. Interesting. Uh, I think my list already might be wrong with my top five. <laughs> well, it's your list. So yeah, it's probably going to be wrong uh, in many ways. Uh, from Hulk, uh, I had Mr. Blue at a whopping 0% and you had Leonard. At whopping zero percent, Iron Man two. You had we each had Rhodes. You had him at fifty percent, which feels very insulting to Colonel James Rhodes. And I had ninety five percent. We both. Go ahead. Well, can he really be considered though a sidekick for the majority of it? I mean, I guess kinda, kinda sorta. What else would he be? An Avenger. Uh, he's 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 a he's a periphery adventure. Right. Well, he's a I may bump that up in the future because we're definitely going to have to come back around to him for Iron Man three. He's like uh, you know he's like the color orange. You know he's not a primary color, but he's close. You know he's a secondary color. You know, fair enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> Somebody we didn't include and probably should be on one of these lists here, and I'm going to actually bump my number five down just to get him on. Happy Hogan. Uh, yeah yeah that's true i mean hogan might be a pick of mine in an upcoming movie who knows 
Um, well, there you go. He is now added. Yeah. In nice. place of Lady Sif. Oh, I, I was just off. about to get to her. I was just about to get to her. Man, the erasure of these characters. Uh, we both had Lady Sif from Thor. You had 5%. I had 25%. In Captain America, I had Abraham Erskine at 40%. And you had Bucky Barnes at 75%. And then we both had Agent Phil Coulson from the Avengers. You at 25%. Me at 33%. All right. So my top five list, I now have Happy Hogan at five in place of Lady Sif. Four, I have Agent Phil Coulson. Three, I have Bucky Barnes. Two, I have Colonel James Rhodes. And number one, I'm going off the board. Whoa. Jarvis. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he is very helpful. That is for sure. And becomes uh, an Avenger also in his own right. He does. Yeah. One of the most worthy Avengers. Um, yeah, that's a good pick. He's uh, he's very helpful to Tony um, in many ways. I like that. I do think probably about Iron Man or not Iron Man, um, Age of Ultron, we're probably going to have to nominate him as best sidekick. And my guess is, is he will get very high marks of the Hall of Fame. Mm. Yeah, that's his like, oh yeah, he's definitely going to win for Ultron. Yeah, that's his coming out party. Yeah. That's his LeBron against the Pistons in game six or game five or whatever it was. Just going nuts. I remember watching that game. And I, I at that time, I actually rooted for LeBron. Oh, before you hated him for no reason? Because he's good? Mm, before he ruined the league, but sure. Oh, my God. Cry me a river. Cry me a river. Can't wait till Giannis leaves. Wait till Giannis leaves your ass. Giannis isn't leaving there, bud. You don't Keep think hoping. he's ever leaving? No, actually, I don't. Wow. I think he's going to leave at some point. If it is, it's going to be like Rogers at the last couple of years of his career when all of his best prime years are already used up. True. Yeah. I mean, already, I mean, he's 28 and he's starting to uh, decline health wise. So I don't know. With the way he plays so reckless, he had an offseason knee injury that he had to have cleaned up and he had a bunch of stuff. I mean, he was injured in the playoffs again last year. It was part of the reason they lost. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he maybe. just he puts himself into some very physical positions and you can only strengthen your body so much to try and withstand the pounding that he takes roll into the bucket like he does. True. Not everyone can play, you know, what, 18 seasons, basically 80 games a year. Not everyone can do that. No, but just also not everyone is built like a goddamn tank. It's true. Um I don't know where that tangent came from. What were we talking about? What do you mean? You don't know what tan where that tangent came from. This entire series has been nothing but tangents. No, I know, but I don't remember the specific. It's just an excuse for us to talk to each other once a month. I, I don't remember the specific time time stream that that came from. To use a Loki reference, uh, I think it came from Giannis, from the Pistons and LeBron, to Vision in Ultron, and Vision as a sidekick. There we go. I backtracked it. There we go. I agree with Jarvis. That's a great pick. Hogan. Um, so we're learning from your top five. The Iron Man sidekicks are definitely the best. Yeah, it's... Mm, you might get a few of the Captain America ones, but for the most part, Iron Man sidekicks are usually the most expansive. 
And I'm assuming your lists are projections as well. A little bit. Because like Bucky, I mean, as discussed in our Captain America pod, what does Bucky really do in the first movie other than just be a pain in the ass for Steve to rescue over and over again? Uh, He pseudo dies. That's your argument for why he's the best sidekick because he dies but doesn't really? That's not a good argument, counselor. That's... I didn't say uh, it was a great argument. I just said you wanted to know what he did in the movie, and I said he pseudo dies. Yeah. I he mean, gets brainwashed sure. by Hydra. I mean, what do you want from me? True. I don't know. Um, Next category. Oh, we're okay. We're moving on. All right. Uh, let's go to <laughs> let's go to best love interest. This is an easy one. Um, Iron Man. We both had pepper pots. I had 100%. You, for whatever reason, went 95%. I don't know what that was about. Um, yeah, it was we, pretty stupid. We each had, uh, for The Incredible Hulk, we each had Betty Ross at 0%. Rest in peace, Betty Ross. <laughs> um, Iron Man 2. Uh, I had Pepper Potts staying consistent at 100%. You had Tony's dad at 60%, which is just a wild, wild pick. Um, <laughs> for... <laughs> that's that's staying in that's staying in that hiccup is staying in the pod <laughs> that's fine uh, so is that's that one fine. apparently yeah oh, they're all staying that one We're, you better stop it um i'm trying thor, to drink my beer but that might make it worse any hoozle um for thor and i feel like we're gonna get into a fight on this one i can i already know i had jane foster at 50 percent, which is disrespectful i should have gone higher i don't know why you had Jane at 15%, and we're going to get into this one. And then Captain America, Peggy Carter, we each had 100%. And then Avengers, we each had Pepper Potts. And now you came around 100%. Yeah, like I said, that one was pretty dumb to begin with. I think I was just leaving open the possibility that we had some other stuff coming further down the line. I mean, we get some pretty interesting love interests as we continue on, but... Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent, at least for the Infinity Saga. You know, if we start getting a little bit past that and start diluting the product, eh, who knows? But yeah. all right, so top five, we only had five like different names mentioned. So five Betty Ross, obvious. <laughs> Number four, Jane Foster. <laughs> Three oh. Howard Stark. Two Peggy Carter, and number one Pepper Potts. I'm I am so Thomas Duncan, and I endorse this list. Wait, who was two, and who was one? Peggy Carter was two. Pepper Potts is one. Okay, I blacked out. That seems range. like the right order. Um, it is the right order. I'm surprised though. I I figured you would go Peggy one, Pepper two. No, I think Pepper pops up a little bit more often. She has a little mm-hmm. bit more significance to who I would say is the primary protagonist of the Infinity Saga. So it it has a little bit more meaning. She's obviously very big in both the Infinity War and Endgame. She's big again in Iron Man 3, has kind of a lot more significance than most love interests. Jane Foster's importance really doesn't pop up again until Thor Love and Thunder. And that's why I put her as low as I did. Howard, however, I might make an argument that Howard absolutely will be in the Hall of Fame. I may be bumping that one up to 100%. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And and to be clear, you're saying love interest of Tony? Yes. Oh, my 
guy. Okay. This is, you know, by the letter of the law, it is allowed, but the spirit of the law, this is not what it was designed for. I'm sorry that you don't have a personal relationship with your father that's as warm as mine (laughs) to be able to nominate a father-son relationship that is so strained, but over the course of his heroism, he comes to understand and respect and appreciate what his father did for him. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe 20, well, maybe 10 years from now, I'll find a hologram of my father saying that he did all this for me. (laughs) Maybe, maybe I'll grow to appreciate why he left. Um, Who knows? We'll see. But this is, dude. And maybe he left you an allergy to strawberries. Who knows? Uh, Maybe. I mean, I don't eat strawberries, so I don't know if that would really bother me all that much. What is wrong with you? I don't eat a lot of fruit. I'm not a big fruit guy. I won't. I won't lie. Vegetables. I'll eat okay, vegetables. Okay. At this all point, I'm day. to the. I'm to the point of saying, what is it that you do eat? Because we pretty much eliminated most of the best foods. I just. I'm not a big fruit guy. I don't know. I mean, I'll eat fruit. I don't. It's not just the just, fruit. Like grapes. I'll eat grapes all day. Give me a grape. I'll eat a grape. Like a strawberry. I'm not eating a strawberry. What are we doing? What are we doing? Okay. I'm not I'm eating gonna... a banana. So much work. Got to peel the thing. Give it to me unpeeled. What are we doing? All right, let's move to best scene. I feel like I didn't get mad at you enough about Jane. Jane is a bigger deal than she should not be below Tony's dad. Yes, absolutely. One hundred and fifty thousand percent. She is below Howard Stark in the Infinity Saga. This isn't close. As a love interest, as a love interest. Oh, my God. Your Natalie Portman disrespect is insane. Just because you didn't like Phantom I love Menace. Natalie Portman. I loved her in Black Swan. She is not a big MCU character. Ugh. 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 That's all I can say to you. Ugh. Um, She's in two films that nobody cares for, and then a third film that I liked and you hated. She does not films. come back around at all in any other films. She is not a part of the bigger Avengers plotline. She doesn't have any recurring mentions. She's just kind of there. And then she's not for probably the best Thor movie. I feel like she's With- in as many movies as Peggy Carter. Well, maybe not. Peggy's in four. She's in three. I mean, that's pretty close. Yeah, but Peggy is like an outsized focus of Steve for the entirety of the infinity saga to the point where that is his ending. Yeah. Thor doesn't go off to be with Jane. They write her out. He gets, she gets a shout out in Ragnarok. You know, she breaks up with him and then yes, a throwaway line. Perfect. Definitely not above Howard Stark and you will never convince anyone of them. Boo you. So best scene. I boo you, sir. Um, You can boo me all you'd like. You're wrong. As always. I'm wrong a lot. We have uh, in Iron Man, I had Pepper plays Operation 5%. And you had Tony escapes the cave 50%. Hulk, uh, I had College Bridge Battle 5%. And you had Blood in Soda Bottle 3%. Iron Man 2, I had the Stark Expo opening at 5%. And you had the Hearing at 10%. In Thor, uh, we both had Thor isn't worthy, which is him uh, at the shield base trying to get the hammer back and he can't lift it. I had 5%. You had 2%. Um, In Captain America, I had base training, 20%. You had the transformation, 20%. 
And we both had Battle of New York for Avengers at 100%. Now, is this for action scene? This was just scene, not not fight scene. Or okay. Because I tried to, and I may be going off the board with a few of these. I have best scene and best action scene. Uh, best scene, I had number five, I had the Capitol hearings. Because who doesn't love quippy Tony Stark sticking it to a bunch of... Uh, politicians four i have cap wakes up so the end of captain america when he runs out into Times square wow. i love that scene three i have the helicarrier or the first notions of the helicarrier when it actually lifts out of the water from avengers and then kind of meeting on the bridge for the first time hmm. two i have cap's transformation so when he finally like they put him through the whole injections and then the power unit or whatever and he pops out and he's basically the superman but he's captain america mm. anyway number one i have the prison cave and not the escape from the prison cave i want to differentiate that but the entire time from tony being captured up through the point where they actually hatch the plan and start working on the plan to escape because i think that solitary maybe 20 25 minutes is the beginning of the mcu okay so you so you separated you didn't put any action scenes in this category i'm assuming i tried to stay away from it as best as possible okay. all right i was gonna say you're missing a big one there buddy um okay yeah that makes sense. okay which one am i missing because i may be wrong on this one i was trying to think back well to no everything. i was i was gonna say you're missing the battle of new york but if you separated them oh no that's action scene i have that yeah. on the other list okay yeah good um yeah, so if I, I would mostly agree with that then. I think the only one that I might put in that you didn't have was base training for Captain America. Um, oh, yeah. I really I right. love that scene. Um, I might bite, bump Capitol hearings for it. Yeah. And then, I mean, the Stark Expo opening for me would be in there, but, um, you know, I don't expect most people would have that. So, yeah, I think. No, I'm not bumping good. Capitol hearings over the Stark Expo opening. Yeah. That's fair. No, that Capitol hearings is a better one. And I don't know if I want to bump Capitol hearings out because we already have two other cap um, scenes in the best scenes. But I tried to yeah. take anything that had an action sequence, which is frankly 90% of the best scenes in the MCU. Um, mm. If I take all of those out, it's just like the talking or stuff happens, but it's not necessarily like violence. Then I'll yeah. take those. Yeah, I, I feel like early on in phase one, most of the best scenes were action. I feel like as it, as the MCU has gone on, more and more of the best scenes are not action. Um, and, you know, as we've grown with the characters and as we care more about what they're saying as opposed to just, you know, what they're doing. Well, I think the emotional depth, like the scene I sent you today. Yeah. I, I would not count that. that as an action scene. No, I wouldn't either. No. Um, all right. Yeah, that's a good list. Uh, so let's head to action scene then. We got in Iron Man. I said Iron Man versus the terrorists in the U.S. government, uh, like the plane chase, 5%. You said Tony versus terrorists in the cave, 10%. We, Incredible Hulk, we both had the college bridge battle. Uh, I was at 5%. You were at 10%. Iron Man 2, I had the Grand Prix at 15%. You had the kill box fight at 5%. In Thor, I had the frost giant battle at 10%. You had Thor versus S.H.I.E.L.D. at that base at 10%. Captain America, I had the train sequence at 15%. You had, I called it, he's alive. 
sequence when he uh, the transformation when he wakes up and is now Captain America at twenty percent. Avengers, I went uh, with a wild card here. I said the triple threat match in the woods, ten percent, and then you had Battle of New York, a hundred percent. Yeah, and I think for the most part, my list will reflect that. So five, I have a split between saving the expo and the Monaco Grand Prix from Iron Man two. Hmm. Giving you a couple of extra tidbits there. there Number four, I had rescuing the one oh seventh from Captain America. Three, I had Golmiro, which I think is what you were referring to, Tony versus the U.S. government and the terrorists. Yes, I always forget uh, where they are, but yeah, that's it. I hope I spelled it right. I I have G-U-L-M-Y-R-A, but who knows. Two, I have escaping from the cave because I still, I think I was way too low at 10%. I know I was hedging a little bit because that was the first episode, but I think I'm too low in, in retrospect. And number one is obvious. It'll be Battle of New York. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have much. Uh, obviously, I mean, the College Bridge battle for Hulk is not getting in. Um, no. I mean, I would... we did our service by watching the movie and talking about <laughs> it for as long as we did, and now we don't have to do it anymore. That's true. That's true. Um, I can go another seven years without watching that movie, at least. Um yeah, the only one that wasn't on your list that I would even think about arguing for would be Thor versus S.H.I.E.L.D. I like that scene a lot. Um, that'd be the only one that I would even... I find that interesting for as much as you dislike that movie. I really like that scene as much as... Yeah, I, I don't like that movie very much, but that that's a good scene to me. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, Battle of New York is obviously a lock. It's it's going to be... It's I think it's easily top three for the entire MCU. Okay. Some people probably would say it's easily number one. I, I'm not ready to go there, but uh, yeah, but that's definitely it. And Grand Prix. I mean, I am partial. I love that Grand Prix scene. That's so fun. I know. That's part of the reason I split the category. I felt if I got both of them, then we'd cover our bases on Iron Man 2, and we can move mm -hmm. on from that as well. So I think we only have best lines left. Yeah, our last category, best line. Uh, we each had I am Iron Man from Iron Man. Surprise, surprise, at 100%. From Hulk, we each had Hulk smash. I had 20%. You did not give a percentage. Um, oh, so really? Important. Yeah, that, not applicable is what I wrote in the notes. Yeah, I asked mm. Nate, and Nate, of course, had no clue what I was even talking about. So uh, we just uh, we just moved on. Um, in Iron Man 2, I had uh, Rhodes, look, it's me, I'm here, deal with it, move on, uh, 10%. And you had my greatest creation will always be you at 90%. Uh, Thor, See, that one each... I should have put on my top five list, and I don't have it. You got to get someone like Nate to help you out here to make your list. Yeah, well, I thought Nate was the problem. Nate is both the problem and the solution and the question. He is just all of it. Uh, for Thor, we each had uh, whosoever holds this worthy, should they be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. I had 20%, you had 40%. Uh, we each had I can do this all day from Cap at 100%. And then... I had the whole, I think I would just cut the wire uh, line from Avengers between Tony and Cap, and I had that at 15%. And then you had Tony's monologue about let's do a head count. Um, we have a demigod and a breathtaking anger issues, all that at 20%. All right. So I already have a couple that I've reordered it because lines was the hardest one because there's so many extraneous ones, and I don't think we nominated all the same ones every time. So I probably should have done what you did in listen back through each of these, but I mean, who has the time? 
But anyway, regardless of that, so I, for honorable mention, I have what you opened with. Ooh, sorry. Funny how annoying a little prick can be, isn't it? From Senator Stern, Iron Man 2. From Avengers, I have Hulk with puny god. From Captain America, I have Steve Rogers with I had a date. So those are the honorable mentions. From number five, I have I can do this all day. Wow. I probably should have that one higher, but it, it's it's a pretty unassailable top five list. Four, I have my greatest creation will always be you, Howard Stark. Three, I don't want to kill anyone. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from, Steve Rogers. Two, whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor, Odin. And number one, the obvious, I am Iron Man, Tony Stark. All right. Well, I can do this all day. It has to be number two. It has to be. Above Mjolnir? Yeah, above Meow Meow. As much as I love Meow Meow, I think it's got to be two. And Meow Meow is three. All right. Um, I can't. I'm very surprised that you put that behind another Captain America quote. I mean, it's a good quote, but I I can't. Eh, all right. All right. I'm not going to argue the point. I'll move it up to two. It's fine. But yeah, those are those are all good. My greatest. You are a sucker for that uh, Iron Man 2 storyline. Holy moly. You are just I, all about it. I love it. the father son emotional depth moments. Yeah, I, I will always be a yeah. sucker for that stuff. I, I usually am too. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I like mm-hmm. it. But you you have a hole where your father's heart should be. That's true. That's true. I ripped it out of his chest myself. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a, I think it's a pretty good And not five. just to avoid the shrapnel from further getting in close to it. <laughs> no, I was definitely hitting the sides of it and setting the buzzer off and during operation. I was sending him into cardiac arrest on purpose. Yeah. Um, Hulk smash. I mean, that might, maybe that shouldn't be up. You know, that's, that's kind of, you know, pretty famous line. I'd rather go puny God. Yeah, that's good too. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's a pretty good list. Um, overall, do you feel like a lot is going to get in from phase one or. or So if I had to call stuff, I would assume, all right, for what we've had best villain, Loki is absolutely slam dunk in. Um, the only question would be is, is how do you view him after the fact as his character kind of adjusts and change? I mean, even from this second episode of Loki where they dropped the line that he was just mad at his dad and his brother and felt he needed a way to get back at them. It's fantastic. It's already kind of changing our opinion of the character. He's kind of in a reclamation project area. Hydra has the second best chance of getting in but I still, because we have so many good villains to go, want to kind of let that one sit for or for a minute before I give that final, like, approval. Love interest, I think Pepper Potts and Peggy Carter are going to absolutely 100% just sign off, call it now, they're in. The question, mm-hmm. the outlier will be Howard Stark for me, oh but we've God. discussed that you ad nauseum. You've got to stop. Best sidekick's probably going to be the toughest conversation because there's going to be so many good ones. I mean, yeah. my my list of Coulson, Hogan, Barnes, Rhodes, and Jarvis, I mean, that's already an unassailable five, and you could have probably fit in three or four more that are pretty good. Yeah, and some of them, I mean, Bucky's going to be a major player for another category as well as we move exactly. forward. So 
I do think that sidekick is probably going to be the toughest, but if we're going to give, I would say the top three on this are probably going to get in Jarvis Rhodes and Bucky Barnes probably are all in the sidekick hall of fame past that. There's some possibilities. I think the bot that the last inclusions on that list are going to be really hard. Cause then you're talking through the guy in the chair and you're talking about, um, yeah, I know I'm previewing a little bit ahead, but Ned, my guy, Ned. Absolutely. Ned, but Leonard, uh, Leonard, don't disrespect Leonard. Come on. He's got a shot. No. So we, we've got a few more to go, but anyway, uh, best scene. I do think if we're separating out action scene for best scene, I don't know how many of the ones that I nominated would necessarily get into the best scene category. I think you are correct that the emotional depth, especially from some of the later Avenger movies are going to be up there. I think by themselves, we could probably Nate nominate several that aren't necessarily in this phase one action scene Mm -hmm. battle of New York to me and escaping the cave are the only two that I think have a good shot. Otherwise we have so many big things coming yet. It's going to be hard to put anything else on that level. And I, I'm not even sure escaping the cave other than its significance within the MCU itself is necessarily going to be there at the end, but best lines I mean, if we're talking, I am Iron Man, I can do this all day, and whosoever holds this hammer. Those are three core moments, core lines to each one of those three, and it may be hard to push any one of those down, especially the top two. Yeah, I think those are all pretty well locks, I think. Um, I'd be surprised if... If anything, passes, because a lot of those are like they're going to continue on through those characters franchises like they're going to stay with their characters throughout. So I would be surprised if either of those three did not make it. Um, So, yeah, I think phase one has a pretty good shot at getting a a bunch of nominee or a bunch of entrants in when we're done. Now, the question I have is, is at the end of phase two, are we just doing a phase two recap or are we doing a combined phase one and phase two recap? Maybe a little bit of both. I think it'll be mostly a phase okay. two recap, but I'm sure we'll, you know, sprinkle in some, some phase one in there. All right. Sounds good. You said you had some new stuff you wanted to try out. I do. I want to do a draft. Cause you know me, I fucking love Ooh. a draft. I want to do and a you draft. You didn't even let me prepare for this. Awesome. No, it's not. I mean, it's not a huge draft. I wanted, I want us to draft the let, movies. Let me rub my lucky charms here on my desk. My replica two-faced coin and my sand from Alderaan, or excuse me, Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine. Wow. Um, yeah, I think I want to draft. I want us to draft the movies, and and we we come up with like, I want to us to go phase by phase, and then at the end we like each have our own team of movies and see who has the better team. All right. So you, we're just drafting movies? Yeah, just the six movies. So it's, I mean, it's not a big draft. It's just six picks. Do you want picks one? We're going to snake it, obviously. Because if you're not doing a snake draft, you're a loser. And I said that on record. Um, do you want so picks be one? One, four, five? Yeah, well, do you want picks one, four, five? Or do you want picks two, three, and Hulk? What do you want? Oh, I didn't even laugh at that. Come on. That was a joke. Come on. All right, I'm going to go two, three. 
Ooh. Damn it. Okay. I really wanted you to go one. Okay. So for one, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Iron Man with the first pick. Okay. I, it was between that or the other one, so I figured I would be okay with whichever one you took second or yeah. whichever one you took first, because I'd take the other one second. And I already have what I would take as three. So that's not a problem for me. So second, I would go Avengers. Third, I'd go Captain America. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Um, four, I'm going to go Iron Man 2. Because I'm not going to give Thor that satisfaction of being the higher pick. <laughs> I'll take Thor 5, because there's no way in hell I'm taking the other movie. Okay. So that leaves me with Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Um, so, so you phase- give me the high of the Avengers and of Captain America, but I get stuck with the abomination. Yes. In more ways than one. Um, So I I think, yeah, so we'll flip it next time. So you can go, you get, you'll have the first pick for phase two. And I'll go. Okay. That's an interesting one. Cause I think as far as I'm concerned, there's really only two good picks in phase two. Um, And there, and I don't think there's an even number of movies either. No, there are six. Cause phase two has Iron Man three, Thor, the dark world, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, and then Ant-Man is also considered phase two. Okay, so, all right. I wasn't sure whether, I was forgetting my timeline, whether Guardians came after and that was the last, or phase two, or whether it was Ant-Man, but all right. Mm. I think, yeah. I've... Yeah, see, phase two is going to be tricky. Well, phase two doesn't have anything as low as Hulk, though. Like, doesn't have anything that that bad. I disagree. Oh, come on. Thor the Dark World is not as bad as Hulk. Get out of here. Give me a break. Yeah, and I'm already going to get an extra pick because you're going to pick an equally bad one in Iron Man 3. You are welcome to take that one high. Uh, Well, I don't know. I have picks two and three, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think I know what you're going to pick. But it's easily the worst Avengers film, so. Yeah. I I mean, I'd be fine drafting right now. Because technically, no, I, I would I just get wait. the number one pick anyway because I had the last pick and it would be a snake draft. No, I want to wait. I want to save it for, for phase two. Um, but okay. I so think I'm I taking have... Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, way to tease him. <laughs> way to tease. Um, I said yeah, that's what I that's what I figured. You, I, I assume you will take that, which I would not take that first. So I'm glad you're... You're taking that. I, would I know you're going to take Guardians first, so that's fine. We're not revealing my draft board, so I don't know. Maybe I'm taking I don't Thor need first. Them... I like no, you're going to take like... you're going to take Guardians first or Guardians second. Yes, tell and me then what you're I'm going to take. Do. Iron Man three third. Then I will end up taking Ant Man and Ultron, leaving you Dark World. Tell me more about what I'm going to do. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear what well, you think I'm going to do. If you want to draft phase three right away. No, phase three, we might. I don't know. Is there an even number of movies? Yeah, I guess there's 10 in phase three. So, yeah, we can. That'll still work. That'll still well, work. Wait till we get to the shows. Unfortunately, you get the first pick in phase three then. Well, I think we all probably know what I'm going to take in phase three. <laughs> it's what pick. everyone would take in phase three. I don't know about that. I feel like there are two picks. Unless we did an absolute draft of every single one from all three phases. There's only one movie to take at number one in phase three. Not close. No, I completely disagree with your statement. All right. 
So trade I, I the got, first pick. I got fucked in this. I got absolutely fucked because I'm doing the math now. Going first, second, first is way worse than going second, first, second. I got absolutely fucked in that. Thinking ahead to what is going to be in phase three, because you're going to have picks two and three. Damn it. Damn it. I just got bamboozled. Oh, well. That's why I said, don't let me prepare. This is even off the cuff, and I still had time to think about that. I mean, there's not that much to prepare. It's six movies. I mean... And we, I feel like we both knew exactly. Oh, the, I mean, no, we, no, no. We, you do not know the level of sophistication and effort that I put into any type of fantasy draft. We're talking tens of hours. I used to put in 65 hours a year on just fantasy football prep in August. Jesus. I mean, I could have given you a hundred days. I mean, we weren't going to change our order. I feel like the order was pretty well set. What would you have changed? Tell me right now what you think he would have changed. Exactly, yeah. No, I'm good. Hulk Hulk was going sixth, and either Iron Man or Avengers was going. Oh, are we drafting Avengers now? Are we drafting Avengers now? Avengers, sure, we can do that too. Why not? You can go first. All right, I had to go first. Fine, I take Iron Man. Damn you! Fuck you! I wanted him. Take Cap. You're a Cap guy. You, you, you. I am a Cap guy, guy, but I knew what you wanted, and I figured this would be the more entertaining. Damn it. Because now you have to take Cap second. Um, I'm taking Cap and Widow. I'm having a fun, hot, sexy team here. All right, fine. I'll take Hulk and Thor. Okay, I'll get Hawkeye. Well, you win that one. So, Of course I do. I won the last one, too. Well, yeah, I mean, I have the two non-superpowered heroes. Obviously, I'm going to lose. I probably should have taken Thor. I mean, Thor was the right pick at three. But, you know, Cap and Black Widow had sex, so I'm taking those two. You are going to die on that hill, aren't you? I will. I don't care. They did. You will never convince me otherwise. Never. I don't have to uh, convince you. I just have to convince America. All right. I think that's it. I think I think, uh, I think that just about does it for our phase one recap over here. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts before we head out to yours? Did we want to do any final hot takes or anything? Uh, I don't really have any hot takes, to be honest. I, since we don't have a film in front of us, I don't really either, but I just thought I'd open up the floor for you. Yeah. You want to touch on the reboot? Any any thoughts? If it happens? Um, I hope they can get the casting somewhere close. Because if you're just casting for the sake of casting, I mean, it's not like Batman or Spider-Man to me, or even James Bond, where you can truly get a nobody and step into that because it's going to be really hard for anybody else to be Tony Stark or to be Steve Rogers. So they got to have some extraordinary luck trying to recast those roles. Otherwise I really think at that point they're dead and gone. If it doesn't work with that and you're just going to give us secret wars in order to give us new versions of these guys, Boy, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to be willing to buy it. And we may have seen peak Marvel at this point. Oh, I think we've definitely seen peak Marvel. I mean, nothing will top Infinity War and Endgame. They're never going to replicate what they did there. Um, there will, the fever pitch will never be as high as it was then. I hope they do reboot it. I think it makes sense. It's a fucking mess right now. What they've done, they've gone, they've just stretched themselves way too thin. I don't understand why they did all these different storylines and all these new characters. I don't know, you know, I don't know how it's going to work, but I think a soft reboot is fine. I am a hundred percent on board for recasting these characters. 
I mean, what are we just going to never have an Iron Man again? I mean, for a hundred years, like just re- fucking recast him. Who cares? Like it's going to happen someday. Just do it now. Give him secret wars, bring him back, you know, give him the whole, you know, victory lap in secret wars and get someone else in and move on and then restart this thing and do a whole new storyline. Don't bring in Thanos this time. Do something else. Do Dr. Doom. Do something else. There's plenty of material that they can use to make another three phases of easily before they're doing anything that they've already done. Like, I'm not against recasting. I just don't know. I mean, when is Secret Wars isn't supposed to be till what, 2028? Because they pushed a bunch of stuff back now. It's been pushed back a lot. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That might be enough time. I mean, Endgame was 2019, so nine years. I mean, that's, that's I guess, a good chunk of change. And then by the time you would soft reboot it and whatever else is left over, you're probably looking at a good 10 years. I Yeah, I could buy it, I guess. I mean, we've had less time between George Clooney and Christian Bale as Batman. Well, also, I mean, yeah, when Secret Wars comes out, let's say it is 2028 you don't need to have the characters recast in secret wars. You just have to explain away, explain in that movie. Okay. Things are different now. Something has changed. The universe has changed and you don't have to bring in a new iron man for another five years. I mean, you don't need to bring him in anytime soon. So you can wait a while and just, just explain in the movie that, Hey, things are different now. Some characters are going to be the same like the X-Men and fantastic four. If they're in it, I'm not sure they will be. Or well, fan, four will be X Men. I'm not 100 percent sure it will be, but you know, keep the what's only working. major concern I have with the whole thing is is that it does feel a little bit like Marvel borrowing strategies from Warner Brothers and DC. Yeah, but I trust they can do it well <laughs> and not a shit show okay. like DC has made. Well, DC's just made a DC's recastings just... other than like Superman have actually been okay. Oh, casting choices? Sure. They've, yeah, they've made, well, for the most part. Not yeah, always I'm, the I'm, best director choices, sure, but, you know, th- whenever they've actually recast a major character like Batman, for the most part, they've gotten it right-esque. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say ever, Val so. Kilmer or George Clooney were great Batman, but, you know, okay. I, I put that more on Joel Schumacher than I do on them. And oh, uh, I didn't uh, yeah. think... Um, Batfleck was that bad. I mean, he was one of the more redeemable parts of those movies. And I thought Henry Cavill was a good Superman. Well, Ben Affleck was easily the best part of the Snyderverse. Easily for me. I thought he was awesome. He was just Mm -hmm. in horrible movie after horrible movie after horrible movie. But I thought he was good. Actually, I would put him number three on my bingo card behind Gal Gadot at probably one and Henry Cavill too. But that's Gal Gadot. Is the yeah. best. Oh my god, the she best part act. of that series. She can't yes, act. she had the best. I'm movie. not there I to see not her act. The best part. Well, then what are you there to see? <laughs> what do you mean? If it's not clear to you as a red red blooded American male, I don't know, man. I mean, oh, I don't even think she's that attractive. Miss me with that. I don't think she's very attractive. Uh, uh, I'm not saying she's Scarlett Johansson, but I mean, she's attractive. She's not Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> That is an insult to Scarlett Johansson cosplayers. She is not Scarlett Johansson. Don't even. I dare you. Even invoke Okay, end the pod, damn it. Um, no, I wasn't talking like Marvel's going to cast it well. I have no doubt in that. I I'm just do, saying but... DC has DC has fumbled the bag. 
story What choices by Marvel in the last five years have left you saying, yeah, I think they made a good choice with that? With casting? I think they nailed most of their castings. All right. I'll even limit it. I mean, what casting? Anything from phase four or phase five to this point. There is maybe one choice that I would say they made a good choice on. What's that? Doing a second season of Loki. No, I'm talking, I'm saying casting. I'm not saying like. I'm just saying any choice anywhere. Yeah, they've they've disappointed recently with the stories, which is why they should reboot it. Just reboot it, start over, start fresh and clean with a brand new slate, and I think they'll be fine. I think they've just gotten too bogged down in the minutia of it all, which is why comics have always had to restart. Yes, they just can't. They're they're suffocating under the minutia of their own storyline. But I, if it's a choice between a recast Tony Stark or Ironheart. Give me Tony Stark. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Although Ironheart, we'll see. I don't know. Could be fun. I liked her in Black Panther. She was fine. Exactly. She was fine. We Tony Stark see. is an elite, well-written, full-depth character. Ironheart, I have no idea. Like, yeah. she was a MacGuffin in that movie. Yeah, she was. I agree. I still, man, I still want to see Tom Cruise just, just once as Iron Man. Tom I don't Cruise want him. To, I, I don't want him to be Iron Man moving forward. I just want to see like John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Oh, I just want to God. see once. I just want to see him once do it in one movie. Give me five Tom minutes. Tom Cruise cannot pull off that level of sarcasm and acting chops. Oh my. You Dude, pay to watch. watch him run and you don't run in the Iron Man suit. Okay, first of all. No, I, Tommy C, Thomas Mapother should not be in the MCU unless it's like some weird cameo as like an agent. That's what I'm saying it would be. I'm not saying I want him to be Iron Man for a trilogy. I'm saying give me a 10-minute scene with him as Iron Man. That's all I want. I just want to see him once no. as Iron Man. Yeah, He can't act. Give me a break. Get out of here. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Tommy C hasn't acted in a movie in like 20 years. Oh, my He's God. He's an action star. What is Iron Man? A superhero. Come on. Robert Downey is acting in that. Well, okay, he's being himself, but even so. The character of Tony Stark is just as important as when he puts on the fucking armor. I agree. And if you can't recognize that, I agree. you are lost. I'm just saying I want 10 minutes of Tom Cruise's Iron Man. I don't want him to be the next Iron Man. I just want to see a, a John Krasinski's Reed Richards cameo in one movie with him as Iron Man. That's all I want. I just want that. I don't think that's too much to ask. Anyway, let's end it. You're making me mad. Let's end this. Let's end this. Equal, <laughs> we go, equal parts here. <laughs> before we go, tell them what you're doing, where they can find you, and where they can find the second half of this episode. So we're doing the second half of our recap where we look back at the phase one list of our greatest MCU movies of all time over on the greatest movie of all time podcast. And... I believe you usually share a hyperlink in your episodes to where they can find number two. I know I show share your first yep. part in mine as well. And uh, we'll be quickly recapping all of that before we move on next month to Iron Man 3. Yes, kicking off phase two. And if you want anything more than just the MCU, because, you know, people watch movies that aren't just about superheroes, Adam. No. Uh, we have been doing some very interesting stuff. We're getting ready to wrap up season four on greatest movie of all time. 
and I think we only have like 10 episodes left to release. I'm recording an episode on the birds for Halloween tomorrow, and uh, we're doing or we're releasing Touch of Evil as well. So we got some interesting things coming up. Your fifth time is coming up here Thanksgiving week. Let's go. Hat time, baby. revisiting Zodiac, the David Fincher classic with us. Time for that hat. Yep. Going to have to get your address. Uh-oh. Maybe I'll give you a burner. (laughs) Just a P.O. box? (laughs) Yes, very nondescript P.O. box. I'll just, I'll register. It would be so main. I'll register under like person. (laughs) Person. (laughs) Not even my name, just person. So give us a listen over there. Uh, We have some fun stuff and we apply very similar methods to how we've been doing the list for these movies so far. Uh, Check it out. Yes, it's great pod. I have a lot of fun every time. Again, I've listened to a bunch of your episodes, but just off the top of my head, I think your best ones are The Dark Knight, Interstellar, Wolf of Wall Street, Elf. I would say those are probably the top four, but you know, to each their own, go listen and find out. Just happens to be the ones you were featured on, right? I'm fucking awesome. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I wish I could say otherwise, but uh, that's the way. Sometimes mm-hmm. the cookie crumbles that way, so I don't know. Um, well, thanks, man. This was a blast. Glad to conclude phase one. Um, Long way to go. Yeah, only, uh, what do we got? Only 25 movies left to get current? If if we're <laughs> Yeah, if we're going current. By that point, we're going to have a few more thrown into the mix. It'll probably be uh, 35 at that point, um, but who knows? And you wanted to do TV shows, so I think we're going to need to do those by, like, episodes. So if we're doing half an hour installments, two hours. We're not doing an episode. We're not doing a pod on each episode of the show. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I was going to say, for, like, an eight-episode season, you can divide it into two halves, and then we can do one on each half. Because that would be the equivalent to the same amount of time you would to watch a two-hour movie would be four episodes. Oh. Uh, well, we'll figure that out when we get there. Who knows? We might not even be talking by that point. I might make you so Yeah, mad. I know. You're just, you're just done. Howard Stark. a long way to go. Uh, Jane Foster. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'll see you soon. <laughs>